Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for July 27th, 2021. Glad that you are with me today. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord be with you and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Reconciling God, we give you thanks that through the gift of our baptism, you have broken down dividing walls and made us members of your house by the power of your Holy Spirit. Build us up to be your holy temple, a place of peace and welcome for all through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 54 and 146. 2 Samuel 3, 6-21, Acts 16, 6-15, and Mark 6, 30-46. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 54 Save me, O God, by your name, and vindicate me by your might. Hear my prayer, O God, give ear to the words of my mouth. For the insolent have risen against me, the ruthless seek my life. They do not set God before them. Selah. But surely God is my helper. The Lord is the upholder of my life. God will repay my enemies for their evil. In your faithfulness, put an end to them. With a free will offering, I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks to your name, O Lord, for it is good. For God has delivered me from every trouble, and my eye has looked in triumph on my enemies. Psalm 146 Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord, O my soul! I will praise the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praises to my God all my life long. Do not put your trust in princes, in mortals in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day their plans perish. Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made earth, uh, heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. God upholds the orphan and the widow, but the way of the widow, wicked, God brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. From 2 Samuel 3, verses 6 through 21. While there was war between the house of Saul and the house of David, Abner was making himself strong in the house of Saul. Now Saul had a concubine whose name was Rizpah, daughter of Ayah, and Ishbaal said to Abner, Why have you gone into my father's concubine? The words of Ishbaal made Abner very angry. He said, Am I a dog's head for Judah? Today I keep showing loyalty to the house of your father Saul, to his brothers and to his friends, and I have given you into the hand of David, and yet you charge me now with a crime concerning this woman? So may God do to Abner, and so may he add to it, for just when the Lord has sworn to, da- 
what the Lord has sworn to David, that will I accomplish for him, to transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul and set up the throne of David over Israel and over Judah, from Dan to Beersheba. And Ishbaal could not answer Abner another word because he feared him. Abner sent messengers to David at Hebron, saying, To whom does the land belong? Make your covenant with me, and I will give you my support to bring all Israel over to you. He said, Good, I will make a covenant with you, but one thing I require of you. You shall never appear in my presence unless you bring Saul's daughter Michal when you come to see me. Then David sent messengers to Saul's son Ishbaal, saying, Give me back my wife Michal, to whom I became engaged at the price of one hundred foreskins of the Philistines. Ishbaal sent and took her from her husband Peltiel, the son of Laish. But her husband went with her weeping as he walked behind her all the way to Bahrim. Then Abner said to him, Go back home. So he went back. Abner sent word to the elders of Israel, saying, For some time past you have been seeking David as king over you. Now then bring it about. For the Lord has promised David, through my servant David, I will save my people Israel from the hand of the Philistines and from all their enemies. Abner also spoke directly to the Benjaminites. Then Abner went to tell David at Hebron all that Israel had and the whole house of Benjamin were ready to do. When Abner came with twenty men to David at Hebron, David made a feast for Abner and the men who were with him. Abner said to David, Let me go and rally all Israel to my lord the king, in order that they may make a covenant with you and that you may reign over all that your heart desires. So David dismissed Abner, and he went away in peace. Acts 16, 6-15 They went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. When they had come opposite Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing by Mysia, they went down to Troas. During that night, Paul had a vision. There stood a man of Macedonia, pleading with him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. When he had seen the vision, we immediately tried to cross over to Macedonia, but being convinced that God had called us to proclaim the good news to them. We set sail from Troas and took a straight course to Simonthrace, the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city in the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in the city for some days. On the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate by the river, where we supposed that there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had gathered there. A certain woman named Lydia, a worshiper of God, was listening to us. She was from the city of Thyatira and a dealer in purple cloth. The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my home. And she prevailed upon us. Our gospel reading is Mark six thirty through 46. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. 
for many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now very late. Send them away so that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy something for themselves to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. They said to him, Are we to go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. When they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he ordered them to get all the people to sit down in groups in the green grass. And so they sat down in groups of hundreds and of fifties. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves. And he gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And all ate and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. Those who had eaten the loaves numbered 5,000 men. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After saying farewell to them, he went up to the mountain to pray. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, we have a continuation in the story of David. Remember that there is a division between uh, the the nation of Israel, the, the ten of the tribes, I believe, and then Judah in the south. In Judah, they have made David their king, but in Israel, they have made Ishbaal, one of the sons of Saul, king. Specifically, Abner, Saul's uh, general, has made him king. Well, there has been an ongoing civil war. Um, there was a big battle in which uh, Abner killed some of the um, some of the people of Judah, um, some of the soldiers of Judah there, which will come in uh, into the story for next time. But um, they've they've been in this sort of civil war and this this uneasy uh, connection between these two nations. But Ishbaal uh, accuses. Abner, the general, of uh, mistreating Saul's concubine sexually and spreads this rumor and, and outright says that this is something you have done. Well, Abner apparently did not do this, and it takes great offense that after all that he has done, Apparently, he has been dis- defending Ishbaal against all of the, the elders of the tribes. He has been sort of propping him up as this favor to Saul. Um, after all that he has done, this Ishbaal is now just not even trusting him and, and saying that he has done something that he should not have done. And he says, you know what? Fine, I am done with this. I'm going to turn the nation over to David. So he goes and he sends an envoy to David and says, I, would, I am going to turn the authority of Israel over to you. I'm going to get everybody to, to give allegiance to you because I'm done with this guy. 
David says, absolutely. Yes, I will make a covenant with you. Would you send me Michal, the, the daughter of Saul, who was promised to me, who I, uh, you know, I went and got a hundred foreskins for. Um, she was my wife and then was given to someone else. And so Abner does do that and comes down with an envoy to, to um, Hebron, where David is there in the land of Judah, and makes this covenant with him and says now he's going to go and get all of the rest of the tribes to align themselves to David rather than Ishbaal. So this is a, a, a pretty major thing. Now, David is, all of, the, all of the tribes are going to be united under one king again, David, after a period of, uh, we're not sure exactly how long, but uh, uh, several years between um, the death of Saul and when David is made king of both Israel and Judah. So that is that story. Then we have in um, Acts, we have some really interesting things where Saul is going around. It's Saul and Silas and Timothy specifically, and they are doing this new missionary trip. And the Holy Spirit is barring them from places, saying, you can't go over to Asia. You can't go over to this other place. You need to go over to Macedonia. And so they do. Um, they, lead, they follow where the Holy Spirit is leading, and they end up in Macedonia to, to do whatever needs to be done there. You also may notice that the, um, uh, not tense, but the, the person that it's written in has changed here. Um, it switches from just third person, where Paul and Silas and these people, those, you know, those people did this thing, to we went across and we journeyed from in stages from here to here to here. It's sort of a travel log. Um, it seems that the writer of Acts participated in this part of the story, which makes sense why there's so many details about Paul in this whole area, because either the writer was directly with them during part of this journey, or, you know, was connected with them and so got firsthand accounts about what happened. So that's just kind of an interesting note. And we're setting up this next sort of phase of Paul's missionary journey is primarily in this land of Macedonia. He goes to a freshwater river um, and begins to preach. This is was often a place where uh, Jewish folks who were not were in a, a city that did not have a synagogue would often gather on Sabbath days at fresh water because that was kind of a um, part of the ritual and the things that they would do. So again, he's, he is continuing to reach out to his Jewish siblings. And there they, they meet these people, and one person specifically is Lydia. Now, Lydia has this household, and she is a dealer in fine purple fabrics. There are some who suggest she uh, actually owns a brothel, which is an interesting thing, because she imposes upon Paul and all of those uh, with him uh, and uh, persuades them to live with her there while they are in this town. Um, so that's kind of an interesting thing. If in fact it is a brothel, that makes an interesting part of the story as well. Um, but Paul is continuing this, this work of proclaiming the gospel, and people are receiving. 
We also have from the gospel, Jesus, uh, that the disciples come back. Remember, these are the 12 disciples that Jesus sent out in pairs of two to go and cast out demons, to, to go and, and um, not carry anything extra with them, but to go and, and continue this work. Well, now they have come back and they're excited. They have seen all of these great things. And he says, you need a break, right? There's no chance to just to get a a bite to eat, let alone to just get some rest. So they go across the lake. But by the time they get across the lake, people have already gathered there and there's this huge group. And all of a sudden, you notice the tone towards the crowd changes. It's not an adversarial one anymore. It's now Jesus looks at them and he realizes that they're like sheep without a shepherd. And so he goes and he teaches them and he preaches to them and and helps them. And then he turns to his disciples and says, or well, his disciples turn to him and say, we need to send these people home. They need to eat. And he says, you give them something to eat. Now, remember, they have just come back from this missionary journey where they were not instructed not to bring extra food, that they were to trust that God would provide food for them. So Jesus says, you give them something to eat, right? Let's, let's put into practice the lessons that you have learned. And they go, we can't do that that's it's going to cost i don't know how many hundreds of dollars we can't feed everybody he just says well okay what do you have and they say we have these five loaves and two fish and he breaks them and he blesses them and he gives it to the people and they eat and there is abundance again this could be a a, a in your face miracle where there's this replication of food and there's just more and more and more it could be a much more mundane miracle but a miracle nonetheless of the act of Jesus sharing this small amount of food encourages everyone to share all that they have and they find that they in fact don't have this lack they actually have an abundance there's more than enough to provide for everyone um either way Jesus is showing them exactly what they were supposed to have been learning while they were on their missionary journey. Well, God will provide for us. God's going to care for us and take care of us. We have more than we even realize. Those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and join together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we'll live this day in joy and praise. Great and wonderful God, we praise and thank you for the gift of renewal in Jesus Christ. Especially we thank you for ministries of music and the arts. Those who enlighten and entertain. The love of family and friends. Time for rest and recreation. Promises kept and hope for tomorrow. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We give thanks for Vacation Bible School, for the 44 children who um, God has entrusted to us in order to proclaim and tell the good news of Jesus Christ. We pray that you would give them open hearts and minds as they hear 
give all of your all of our volunteers, um, especially those who are on the more seasoned side, uh, grace and energy, intelligence, imagination, and love to do this work. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. You make all things new, O God, and we offer our prayers for the renewal of the world and the healing of its wounds. Especially we pray for the church in North America. Rest and renewal for creation. Those who are enslaved by addictions. All who long to live in your holy realm. People of God, for what else do we pray? We pray for Nick, a friend of the church who is having knee replacement in August. For Barbara, who uh, is having several medical procedures done in, on the 29th. For Sandra, a friend of the Prices, whose husband fell and hit his head and has died as a result. For Ernie, who is having knee replacement surgery. For Marianne, a friend of Bill's who has some dizziness. For Debbie, who fell and broke two of her ribs while she is still recovering from hip replacement surgery. Also for David, who fell and got a bump on his head and needed stitches. We pray for Kathy, a friend of Jan Ann's, who broke our tibia and continues to need nursing care. For Margaret, who is on IV antibiotics for an infection in her jawbone. For Robin, a friend of the Garlands and Wises, who's recovering from a serious stroke. For Brad, a friend of the Wises, who is recovering from brain surgery. Also prayers for his wife, Ashley, and son, Anthony. We pray for Sophia, who continues to interview and um, talk with prospective employers. We pray for all these things and all the things that we have on our hearts and our minds. Blessed are you, O God, our Creator. At the work of your hands, we sing for joy. Keep us in your grace and peace this day and teach us to glorify and enjoy you forever. Through Christ our Lord and Savior. Amen. Now let us continue to pray using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now to God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for daily prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else, click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as going to our website, johncalvinchurch.org, for more information. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA 2018 edition, and our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible using the daily lectionary readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day, and we'll see you next time.